0: You're listening to Parkrun Magazine, now produced in a way you can listen to. Each episode of the Audio Magazine is full of features about getting started on a more active lifestyle, tips and ideas about becoming healthier and happier, plus of course, stories about the communities around Parkrun events. Hello, you're listening to episode four of the first series of Parkrun Magazine in audio form. Each episode features a selection of the stories from the first printed issue of the magazine. Coming up in this episode, we think about self-care. Not necessarily running a bath, but things you can do in your everyday life that can give your mental health an effective and positive boost. Now, are you a Parkrun volunteer? Donning the high-vis on Saturday or Sunday and supporting those walking, jogging or running around the course? We've got a great story in this episode about why we celebrate volunteers. Let's start with some self-care tips that will hopefully help you to improve your mental health. Self-care. It's a term we hear a lot these days, but what does it really mean? While having a bath is definitely a form of self-care, there are many other little things you can do that will really make a difference to your mental health. This content was produced for Issue 1 of Parkrun magazine in association with Parkrun partner Vitality.
1: Making positive lifestyle choices which encourage and help us to look after ourselves is so important when it comes to ensuring we feel happy and healthy. But what exactly is self-care? The concept of self-care can be defined by activities or rituals that support our mental, physical and emotional well-being. It's about checking in with ourselves to ensure we are feeling okay and taking the necessary steps when we are not. Many of us struggle with making enough time for ourselves. But you don't need a lot of time for self-care. You can incorporate small habits into your daily routine. Even the smallest acts of self-care can really bring a sense of clarity to your life. For example, taking a 5-minute breather from your day declining post-work activities, or spending 10 minutes soaking up some natural light. These little acts of care can have such a rewarding impact on mental health.
0: These five simple ways we can be kinder to ourselves were compiled by Belinda Sidhu, Vitality's Head of Mental Health and Well-Being.
2: Number 1. Set Clear Boundaries Put boundaries in place for all the relationships in your life, family, friends, colleagues and partners. By saying no to that social event you're not feeling up to or not replying to work messages outside your working hours, you can empower yourself. Number two, nurture your emotional health. Increasing your self-awareness can help your mental health positively blossom. Look for the joy in your everyday, no matter how small that can be. Take a 20-minute wander through nature, journal how you are feeling, or take a moment for yourself to do something that makes you smile. Number 3. Be more mindful. Focusing on the present moment allows us to embrace the now, rather than worry about the past or the future. Practicing mindfulness is all about calmness, clarity and concentration. Meditation is a popular mindful technique. But you could try mindfulness while doing any daily activity, including eating. For your next meal, remove all distractions and really focus on the experience, the smells, the textures, the tastes and the sensations. Number four, prioritize mental health. By making time in your weekly diary for your mental health, you can begin to put yourself at the top of your priority list. You could schedule in 10 minutes a day to journal or have regular coffee catch-ups with a colleague when you're working remotely. And don't forget to reach out to others. It's okay to reach out to a friend or a therapist if you have one and say that you're not feeling great that week. Finally, number five is about making a mind, body and soul connection. Self-care is all about taking a holistic approach to your mental and physical wellness. Regular exercise, especially an activity that brings you together as a community like Parkrun, nourishing nutrition and a gentle approach to your psychological wellness will keep you happy and healthy.
0: Taking the first step towards looking after yourself doesn't have to feel like a chore. Small starters, such as trying your first mindfulness session or planting some seeds, can make it feel like an exciting venture. Here are some tools to help you on your journey.
1: Make buy a wellness journal a dedicated place with prompts can really help to get your thoughts out on paper.
3: Take part in Vitality's Mindful Mondays.
1: Every Monday on Vitality's YouTube channel, you can join Vitality's Head of Health and Wellbeing, Belinda Sidhu, in a mindfulness practice to support sleep, breathing, anxiety, stress and more. Find
3: happiness with hobbies.
1: Sprinkle some joy into your well-being by starting a new activity. From growing vegetables at home to honing your bread-making skills or learning to dance, you can find a happy hobby to try.
3: Have a digital declutter.
1: Curate your social media feed and build a digital space that inspires you. Unfollow accounts that don't make you feel amazing. And instead, replace them with the ones that give you a daily boost.
0: Lord Sebastian Seb Coe is an ambassador for vitality. How does he look after his mental well being?
4: Seb Coe is one of the UK's most well known middle distance runners, having won four Olympic medals, including the 1500m gold medal at the 1980 and 1984 Olympic Games. As a former athlete, Seb knows more than anyone just how much physical health goes hand in hand with mental wellness. Which is why he still finds the time in his day to prioritize movement. He tells us that exercise, particularly running, has been a crucial element of my day. Even though Sebko was known for his speed, he now finds pleasure in taking it steady. He says, “I now no longer run at Olympic speeds, but still enjoy a more leisurely pace. And it’s on those occasions that I feel my mental and physical well-being comes together. He says that not everyone needs to be a personal best. Sometimes just getting active can be really beneficial for overall health. Sebco encourages everyone to try and keep active to promote better mental health. He says, Everybody, if possible, should try to find space in their day and in whatever way to enjoy not only the benefits of exercise, but in particular a change of scene.
0: Sometimes our minds can be overwhelmed by unhelpful thoughts, but we can change the impact they have on us. Let's have a think about some of the ways we can address those negative thoughts and turn them to our advantage.
3: Sometimes situations annoy us. Other times they make us feel helpless or upset. But there are ways we can reframe everyday incidents to make them more positive and to help our mental health in the long run. For example, rather than feeling frustrated at train delays, see the extra time as an opportunity to finish a book chapter or to catch up on your favourite TV series on your phone. This can be tricky to do when you're down or feeling anxious, says Belinda Sidhu, Vitality's Head of Health and Wellbeing. So start training your brain this way when you're in a good headspace. The four C's method is a good way to start practising a mindset shift. With time, you'll unconsciously be able to capture those negative thoughts because you've built the habit to do so. You can try this technique by either closing your eyes and thinking through the points or writing them down to really help to visualise it. C1 is for catch your thoughts. You're thinking, my friend hasn't responded to me. I've done something wrong. C2 is for check your thoughts. Is this a rational thought or could there be more to it? C3 is for challenge your thoughts. Maybe they're tired or feeling overwhelmed this week and just need some space. C4 is for change your thoughts. Your final thought, I wonder if they're feeling okay. Do they need anything? It can feel daunting at times to address mental health and your thinking patterns, but the key to sustainable and healthy change is taking baby steps. Belinda Sidhu says, Starting small with tiny habits and slowly building them
0: up can lead to long-lasting change. Have you noticed how when we discuss participating in Parkrun, we talk about walking, jogging, running and volunteering in the same space? That's because everyone connected with a parkrun event plays a valuable part in making it happen. Without landowners and council's permission, there'd be no parkrun courses. Without legs and feet and wheelchairs and prams making their way around the route, there'd be no point in putting the signs out. And without volunteers, there'd be no one to say go, to offer encouragement, to hand out the finish tokens, to scan barcodes, to make people aware of hazards or to be the all-important tailwalkers. Let's find out more about how volunteering at Parkrun can really help people and why Parkrun changed the way it talks about volunteers.
2: The National Council for Voluntary Organisations carried out a survey in 2019 called Time Well Spent. 68% 68% of respondents said volunteering made them feel less isolated and 93% said they enjoyed volunteering. Parkrun's own research confirms that volunteering at Parkrun improves health and well-being, not just for individuals, but among whole communities. For many of our Parkrun participants, volunteering is a chance to enjoy spending time safely outside and to meet up with others for an hour or two on a Saturday or Sunday and to feel a sense of purpose and belonging. Andrea Marion is a regular volunteer at Colney Lane Parkrun in Norwich, Norfolk. She says, Volunteering to me means mental stability. It gets me out on a Saturday morning. Andrea recently left a difficult domestic situation. She says, My last two years have been a bit more of a struggle than they perhaps could have been. I'm not living where I used to live, so now I see some of my friends at Parkrun. Volunteering is a positive, life-changing experience that can combat loneliness and give people a genuine sense of connection to a cause or an organisation. However, Parkrun is the first to admit we didn't always see things that way. During Parkrun's early years, we worked on the principle that we would deliver events with the fewest number of volunteers we could get away with and that if everyone connected with the event did their bit and volunteered a few times a year, rosters would be full and everyone else could get on with walking, jogging and running. But of course, that isn't how volunteering really works, as we at Parkrun now realise. Phrases such as giving something back or stepping up make volunteering sound as if it isn't a rewarding experience. So Parkrun doesn't use those words anymore. Simple as that. Volunteering isn't a sacrifice that enables others to walk, jog or run. It's a massively positive form of participation. Andrea Marin says, I just really, really enjoy it. I love marshalling at the river path and interacting with everyone. The volunteer roster for an event can never be full. If you wake up on a Saturday or Sunday morning and fancy coming down to join in at Parkrun, there'll always be something you can do. You don't need any prior training or experience, and it doesn't matter whether you've been to a parkrun event before, someone will show you what to do on the day. So, let's keep changing the conversation around volunteering, and let's celebrate the whole parkrun community. Did you know? The average parkrun event has 16 volunteers per week. 60,000 people have volunteered at parkrun, but not walked, jogged or run. 85,000 under-18-year-olds have volunteered at Parkrun.
0: Your barcode is a massive part of your Parkrun experience. Every time you walk, jog or run at an event, you scan your barcode, not only to get your result, but to add to your personal Parkrun stats. Every time you volunteer, your barcode is registered, so there's a record of that as well. And your Parkrun barcode is vital for your safety too. It's how we store information about your emergency contacts if anything were to happen to you. That's why we ask you to carry a physical printed copy of your barcode. If your phone is locked, we may not be able to read a digital version, and time is crucial during a medical emergency. Here are five reasons we love the printed barcode.
4: First, is all about safety, wherever you are. Even if you're not at Parkrun, your emergency contact details might save your life. These are sometimes called ICE. ICE are the first initials of in case of emergency. Wearing a wristband printed with your barcode and ICE details means that if anything were to happen to you and the emergency services had to be contacted, they would instantly know who to call. Second, your barcode means you're part of the family. When you get your barcode scanned after you've made your way through the finish funnel, isn't it fabulous when the scanner greets you by name? It really makes you feel as if you're part of a community. Actually, it might be just as important for the scanner. If they've plucked up the courage to overcome loneliness or anxiety, talking to you might be a big deal for them too. Do you look forward to a digital detox? If Park Run is the part of your week that gives you headspace and me time, you might not actually want to carry your phone. Carrying a printed barcode instead of your phone can give you what could be a much-needed digital switch-off during your walk, jog or run. Every purchase made in our online shop helps to keep Parkrun free for everyone, forever. Profit from all sales goes straight back to Parkrun. So if you fancy treating yourself to a wristband or laminated barcode, you're supporting Parkrun and helping future parkrunners to enjoy the event. Our final reason we love the printed barcode is because it gives us a reason to get creative. It isn't a big deal to carry a printed barcode. There are lots of ways to do it. Fold it over in your pocket, in a storage bag on the pram, around your neck on a lanyard, safety pin to your t-shirt or hole punched and laced into your shoe. And if you haven't got pockets, ask a friend to carry it and you can walk, jog or run together. In our online shop, you'll find plastic cards and tags coated with a hard-wearing varnish that can be personalised with your barcode and ice details. Our stretchy wristbands and ultrabands store your barcode and ice details and can also display your parkrun milestones.
0: Oh yes, we all love the barcode. It's a vital part of your weekly parkrun and might even save your life in a medical emergency whether you're at Parkrun or out and about somewhere else. Those mental health tips were really useful too. The four C's. It only takes a few seconds to catch, check, challenge and change your thoughts, which might help you to clear stress and reduce everyday frustrations. And that was a great story about volunteering. The hour or two you spend every week is a hugely positive form of participation in Parkrun. Join us again for episode five especially if you're thinking of giving Parkrun a try for the very first time. Thank you for listening to Parkrun magazine. We hope you liked the features and enjoyed our simple ways to take steps towards a happier and healthier life. To find out more about your local Parkrun event or collect a free copy of the printed magazine, head over to magazine.parkrun.com. Parkrun magazine is created by Parkrun with the audio version made possible through editing and audio adaptation by Imogen Lees and production by Like the Wind Media and Runcom. If you enjoyed listening, please remember to subscribe, leave a review or share it with others. That's all for this episode. We hope you enjoy the next one.